1: You all, this Les Moonves story is a tangled web. Less is more, more uh, trouble than it's worth. It's so true. It's not just about sexual assault and harassment. And uh, we here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, we are going to try to follow some of the threads of that tangled web, right?
2: In fact, we are. We, I think it's time that we finally deal with more of the non sexual harassment stuff. I know that sounds weird, but there is so much more. And I was reminded of that yesterday. And I, I just want to pull up this uh, tweet that we got from one of our longtime listeners, uh, Mrs. Waterman. And uh, thank you,
1: Mrs. Waterman. She's always providing fantastic content for us.
2: So she said uh, the following Wow. Watching Biography on Lifetime about Nancy McKeon and her 90s CBS sitcom was canceled by Les Moonves. Hmm. Then he greenlit her in another sitcom. And again, it was canceled after just three episodes. So she tweeted that. And I thought, well oh my God, okay, what's interesting is I watched that very same uh, biography special, but it was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I remember thinking at the time was, I didn't remember this particular thing about Les Moonves, because why would I have, well, right? And we yeah, we should talking. mention that this was
1: before you know he was ousted from CBS. There had been allegations, but yeah, they had but sort of been muted.
2: Nothing had really happened right. yet, and it wasn't on my mind when I was just sitting on the couch on a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. watching this dumb thing on YouTube. But I remember... Thinking at the time that Nancy McKeon has really sort of constantly gotten the short end of the stick when it came to her career, whether or not that was all in part related to Les Moonves, I don't know. But it deserves thinking about because if you think about a a few things, one of them is and we talked a little bit about this and feel free to stop me Mm -hmm. uh, or correct the record or add to it. But um, the Friends thing, who pointed that out?
1: You actually were the one that, that star- okay, so you shared the fact that, first of all, uh, Nancy McKeon had been a contender for the role of Monica yes. on Friends. Yeah. and uh, And then we connected some dots behind the scenes. And by the way, we should also mention, we're kind of working this out. As we talk, we're going to jot down questions and then we're each going to take assignments so that we can we can find some answers to some questions that we will uh, that we will come to here. But Holly was the one that pointed out that at the
0: time that they were casting for Friends, Holly, that Les Moonves was the president of Warner Brothers Television. Warner Brothers Television being the production company behind Friends. Okay, So Friends aired on NBC.
1: yes. But was headed up, but the but the production company was headed up by Les Moonves before he moved to CBS. CBS.
2: So if you take Miss Waterman's tweet, you take that possibility, and then you want to take the bad, take them both, and there you have mm-hmm. it. And then you and then um, I don't remember what those specific uh, pilots were, but I will tell you, I do remember in in that documentary them talking about a number of pilots uh, that just never sort of stuck. And um, again, that sort of led Nancy McKeon to just kind of, you know, disappear in a way. She's never completely given up acting. And in fact, she is coming back to Dancing with the Stars of all things and had been doing a minor role on a Disney show. Which doesn't that
1: just make you think she's going to have stories to tell
2: there? But I do think that delivers some digging uh, delivers that deserves some digging on the part of what those series were that were canceled Mm -hmm. the reason we're talking about this and why we think that's important like why should we dig into what happened to nancy mckeon as relates to les moonves well we know because of yesterday's conversation uh that started from an article written by uh, linda bloodworth thompson that les moonves essentially ended her career as a television writer with CBS uh, in the 90s because he did not like her. Mm -hmm. And she went into this long, you know, sort of... Uh, explanation of why that happened. So when I read that story, and then you hear about this, it seems like the two are connected, meaning women were victims of Les Moonves more than just in a sexual harassment capacity.
1: And then add to that pile, just to kind of help um, build that case yet further, as though it needs it, uh, we had read last week prior to the, uh, the article coming out with the six other accusers, Uh, Of Les Moonves, the Huffington Post had published an article where they had sort of um, taken a deep dive into Janet Jackson and what Nipplegate during the uh, the Super Bowl did to her career under Les Moonves. So
2: Les Moonves basically hated her and the fact that she did not, that is, Janet Jackson did not apologize profusely. For what happened at the Super Bowl. She claimed it was an accident. So I don't know why she would apologize for an accident. But regardless, he never felt like she apologized uh, such that he went to great lengths that are documented to um, keep her from in any way uh, prospering uh, with the help of CBS or Viacom. And this is not so. So why this makes us interested is because more than just the Me Too piece of it, that is the sexual assault and harassment, which you know, that's been covered up and down the street and we will continue to do so. People like Les Moonves aren't just in the rest of their life, a wonderful philanthropic egalitarian person, right? Like clearly his issues extend far beyond you know, inappropriate touching.
1: Right. And not only that, and the reason why we care about that as the general public is because Les Moonves as the head of one of the most successful networks um, has shaped our, our version of pop culture. So what he has been putting forth to us through the lens of his own, his own view is how we've interpreted the world in pop culture,
2: yeah, meaning and- he has an incredible power over the you know it 's so weird, right, because we just kind of think like, "Oh, I wonder whatever happened to that person, and oh, we don 't sort of realize that there are people behind the scenes pulling strings, and they their choices have profound impacts on our day to day lives and it 's not to say that it 's all no it 's just to say that there are influences there that we haven 't paid attention to until now. When we find ourselves going, huh, hmm. that's interesting. Well, and
1: I'd be willing to bet that if we did some research and we went through and looked at all of the uh, the TV shows that were canceled uh, within a few, probably within a first season, right, yep. that starred different women, we could probably pull out some threads of women that at, once, at one point had a robust career or a very promising career that pretty much vanished for at least vanished from CBS. uh, And maybe we didn't hear a whole lot from because that's the case with Nancy McKeon.
2: It is the case with Nancy McKeon. And then remember women who were successful. So the other part of this is Linda Bloodworth Thomason in her piece talks about how she had a great um, appreciation of how women were celebrated at CBS Before Les Moonvez's arrival, I mean, you've got, you know, Lucille Ball, you have Mary Tyler Moore, you Mm -hmm. have all of these great women whose portraits used to, you know, be in the lobby. And uh, after Les Moonves, that sort of went away. And she made the point that if you just look at CBS over the last 20 years, you know, you don't have a lot of very strong female-driven content. Um, And... Uh, that reality then makes us want to go back and say, huh, hmm. okay, so let's pick that apart. What yeah. truth is there to that That assumption, or not assumption, but that proposition that Les Moonves had a direct impact on the role of women in in uh, television on CBS, at least in Viacom,
1: and where there were moderate successes, um, what are the relationships behind the scenes that may explain that? Because I think that there might we might find a couple of those uh, well, as we well. We talked
2: about and we talked about one Murphy Brown. Candace Bergen had uh, apparently uh, a good relationship with Les Moonves until recently, and um, that would explain why, of course, she did great things. At CVS.
1: Well, we're going to do our due diligence on that. We're going to, we'll come back tomorrow with a more comprehensive. put on our
2: 60 Minutes hat. Oh. Duh.
1: No. Ooh.
2: We're going to put on no. our, oh, okay. I mm-hmm. can't have it's, anything I don't know nice what... mm-hmm.
1: We'll just put on our Colleen and Bradley hats and do it our own way. How about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, so far. Yeah,
2: so far that's untarnished. Exactly. <laughs> Got any skeletons in that closet?
1: Wouldn't we like to know? Right?
2: Wow, well, she's very quiet. Well,
1: <laughs> we also, by the way, have learned what made the board at CBS turn on Les Moonves. And it's not what you think. Holly's going to give us the details on that after this on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Well, we've learned what made the board turn on Les Moonves, the board at CBS, and it's not exactly what you think. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Before we get to that, we need to remind everybody. Yes. Tickets are on sale for Project, Project Down and, and Dirty, dirty Comedy. <laughs> All you have to do is go to mytalk 1071com and you really can get to that page quite easily. It's on the front page, but if you need to use the keyword... Use the keyword comedy. Once you get to the page, you can access the place from which you will buy your tickets. Um, VIP is totally sold out. The rest of the uh, the rest of the theater is seventy percent sold out. So. You want to get those tickets today. But the
2: good news is when you say 70 and the rest of the theater and not VIP, the seats available are amazing. There are no bad seats at Mystic Lake. So don't in any way be depressed. Like there are tons of seats ready for you if you want to go. And we'd love to sell them out, you know, ASAP, of course, because who doesn't want a sold out crowd? But in the meantime, in between time, there are tickets uh, available at 35 bucks on the website.
1: And if in the event that you were holding out to try to win them from us, you should know I
2: wouldn't do that if I were you. Don't do it
1: cuz your chances you are really very slim. We yeah. are we do not we did not hold back many to give away. Yeah. In fact, I think I heard a uh, 10 pair is all we will be giving away at any given time, which means your chances are not great, yeah. and so you should secure your tickets uh right now. Yeah,
2: do it. Do it. Do it now.
1: Now. Um yes.
2: so Holly, um I found this article and I was reading about how uh, from the New York Times, why CBS's board turned against Les Moonves. And I was actually just focused on, you know, the, just the outrage of, of um, well, the board in general and Les and blah, blah, blah. But you made a very uh, salient point about the, the board finally deciding to kick Les to the curb.
0: Right. Well, they kicked him to the curb on Sunday night. The board of directors at CBS said that Les Moonves was out. But it wasn't because of the New Yorker article that was published accusing Les Moonves of additional incidences of sexual misconduct and uh, sexual harassment. No, that that really didn't matter to the board of directors. What mattered is that Les Moonves was deceiving the board of directors and that deception was what ultimately led them to kick him out. So it wasn't the accusations themselves. It wasn't the fact that Les Moonves has been accused of disgusting behavior. It was the fact that he was lying to the board Mm -hmm. that caused them to kick him out ultimately.
2: What's so frustrating and the thing that got me frustrated before I even got to the point that you raised, because I hadn't even connected that dot, was the the statements that were made by um, board members. So one of the board members, I mean, okay. Just think about this. Mm-hmm. So one of the board members, William Cohen, a former congressman and, oh, yes, senator who was defense secretary under President Clinton. So not not a guy that you would expect is, you know, he seems like a stand up guy. Is my point. Mm-hmm. He said the following. We're going to stay in this meeting. There was a meeting they were having. We're going to stay in this meeting until midnight if we need to, until we get an agreement that we stand 100 percent behind our CEO and there will be no change in his status. That's one. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Arnold Copelson, who we can talk about in a moment. But mm-hmm. he's 83 years old. He's a producer who won Best Picture for Platoon. Uh, and he said the following. I don't care if 30 women come forward and allege this kind of stuff. Les is our leader, and it wouldn't change my opinion of him. So wow. two people responsible for running uh, you know, one of the largest uh, entertainment outfits in the world is like, I don't care how many women accuse him of uh, being disgusting and criminal.
0: And horrible and hateful. (laughs) Yeah. Now, let me tell you about the deception before you go on, Bradley, uh, to discuss this further. So the deception happened was that Les Moonves, one of his accusers, was threatening to go public with her claims. And instead of reporting the situation, Les Moonves was in the process of trying to find that woman a job at CBS, in order. order to gain her continued silence Mm. so he didn't tell the board that he was going to find this woman a job at cbs so it was in that deception that the board found fault with moon and ultimately led to his firing it was essentially
1: when they felt victimized by him exactly Mm -hmm. which
2: does that surprise you where men are
1: concerned at all sorry not sorry
2: i have a penis
1: i know thank you.
2: I'm just being in all right in, yes in full trans- China. <laughs> I'm saying in full transparency yeah I am a man and yeah. I am saying that it is it is not surprising to me that a group of men would not be concerned until and unless they were directly their manhood was directly threatened, threatened. or mm-hmm. in some way um offended actually not threatened offended mm-hmm. you know their their egos were offended they didn't want to look
1: like idiots. Yes,
2: like, oh, you lied to us.
1: Which Which sounds like the the, the, most ridiculous family. Well, the most ridiculous part about it is that they really did look like idiots up until then. It was just until they thought that they would personally have egg on their face, right? I mean, as a group, they looked like idiots. Like, what are you guys doing? But until they really looked like, oh, hey, you don't even really actually know what's going on in your own business in terms of bribery, etc., That only then do they say, oh, okay, wait a minute. Maybe there's something to this. Let's uh, say bye bye to him.
2: Yeah. That's it. That's that to me is the biggest crime Mm -hmm. against, you know, you use a word like crime. It sounds very, uh, whatever, but. um, Sounds like crimey. It sounds very crimey. It just sounds like my hair is on fire and it kind of is. But that to me is the biggest crime. Mm, um, That to me Is one of the most frustrating things About this entire experience Not just that we have actual victims Who suffered at the hands of people like this But that it is institutional Mm -hmm. And that people who otherwise Weren't criminal in their behavior Are aiding and abetting those criminals People who should know better For the sole purpose Of protecting themselves Mm -hmm. And their bottom lines
1: well, more on this tomorrow because we've got some homework to do and we're hoping to uh, connect some dots. When we come back, we're connecting the dots of dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to highlight them on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. <laughs> Everything entertainment everything project down and dirty comedy get get your your tickets tickets. get your tickets
2: 35 bucks there's still tickets available my talk 1071.com
1: but probably not for long because they are more than 70 percent sold and so you want to get those today at my talk 1071.com
2: i know we're talking about those tickets but can Mm -hmm. we talk about some other tickets sure holly are you fine with that
0: I'm fine with
2: that. Let's give away a pair of tickets to Sometimes There's Wine at Park Square Theater on Friday, September 28th at 730 in the P.M. Your tickets will be available at we'll call caller number. Someone yell out a number. Four. Caller number four at 651-641-107, yep, six, four Wait, six five one yeah, six, six four, four
1: one one oh seven. Yep, that's it. Wow.
2: 651-641-1071 Caller number four is going to get a pair of those tickets
1: One time Bradley almost gave out his own phone number When he was trying to give out Dr. Shamblatt's phone number Oh that's really great No it
2: wasn't even that Remember I almost gave out the the private Oh number. our private like line Like our red line
1: <gasps> Dun 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 mm-hmm. Yeah I hey. was like hey. nom, 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 <laughs> nom, 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 <laughs> Now it's time for Crazy Stupid Idiots
0: Well then I guess one could say That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots.
2: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the
1: state of Florida. Guess where we're starting first. Florida? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How did you know?
2: No, I mean, you made it sound like we were.
1: I guess I did. Okay, so 25-year-old Seth Coffey from Vero Beach, Florida, Mm. uh, was uh, driving home, and uh, he was weaving and bobbing in his car, leading the police to believe that perhaps he was driving under the influence. Oh, okay. They pulled him over, and they did a test, and he had a very high concentration of alcohol in his blood, Mm -hmm. and um, so they arrested him and put him in the car. So far, you're kind of bored?
2: It's like I mean, it's garden variety yeah. stuff.
1: I mean, don't drink and drive, but we hear these stories all the time. Well, it's what happened once he got in the car that brings uh, him to us as a crazy, stupid idiot. He gets put in a car, and as they're driving to jail, he says to the cops, I just want to listen to some music. Can you play some music? I turn on the radio? Okay. And they're like, no, we don't do that. We don't, like, take requests. <laughs> So, no. Okay. And he's like, Are you sure you don't want to just turn on the radio? I want to listen to some music. No, we, nope. Sorry, you're going to have to deal with the ride to jail with no music. He's like, The heck I do. And proceeds to sing Journeys Don't Stop Believing. Oh. At the top of his lungs, the entire way to jail. Nice. i just
0: a small town girl. Exactly. Living in a just a midnight train, train
1: going anywhere. Just like that, you guys. Just like that. Um, Smell of wine and it's cheap. <laughs> Sorry, we could just go on. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, he is facing a DUI charge.
2: Is he also facing a SUI charge?
1: Singing while intoxicated?
2: S- no, Under be, the influence? Yes, thank you for spelling. Words are hard. Uh, um, you know, no. that's rich.
1: Mm hmm. It is rich.
2: Coming from Mister Coffee. It's a pun, hun. I like big puns, and I cannot lie. All you other brothers can deny. Nope. Okay. Fine. I'll just go over here and tell you my story. Great. I get nothing oh, for that.
1: God. I know. I had no idea what you were saying. <laughs> but I do. I did appreciate the rapping. Thank you. Thank you for the rap. Mm-hmm.
2: I got puns, hon. Okay. <laughs> Now I want to tell you about a real life cokehead. Now that's not what
1: I'm just. I'm trying to a real life cokehead as not opposed a to the fake ones. Yeah, that we no. I'm talk saying about.
2: you know, like people will throw that term around, like, "Hey, you cokehead! Don't be such a cokehead." Okay, right. This is a real life cokehead. Seriously, you guys, we need to go to Florida. Okay, and I need to tell you about Rose May Dawson. She's thirty years old. Okay, and she was arrested for being a cokehead. Now, you might say that sounds insensitive. Did she it have a problem kind with of cocaine? Does yeah, it does sound insensitive until I tell you the story. So, she was nabbed uh, during a traffic stop in Saint Petersburg, Florida. Mm-hmm. Now, she was charged for, among other things, driving with a suspended license, possessing the marijuana. Two small bags of pot were found in her vehicle. They transported her to Pinellas. County jail mm-hmm. okay and corrections officers there conducted a rudimentary search and they found out she was a cokehead
1: like she had because so far they've only found marijuana yeah
2: but they found out she was a veritable a genuine coke head.
1: Like, had she hidden Coke somewhere in her head? Yes! Where in her head?
2: So, uh, they transported her, as I said, to jail. They conduct- conducted a rudimentary search. Ding, ding, ding. Found Coke strapped to her head. Under her wig. Oh, oh honey. I mean, I don't know. Honey. That's kind of genius, right? Like, if you're going to hide drugs, don't put it in nature's pocket. Mm-mm. Slap it on your scalp and put a wig over it. Mm. Um so she, I mean, again, for all intents and purposes, she was a real life cokehead L- because she had coke on her head. Literally, Get it.
1: literally, I was seriously expecting somebody who had like a
0: tattoo of a, a Coca-Cola <laughs> can on their head. Yeah, I was thinking something a little more innocent. I mean, oh, I like okay. the story you told, though. Mm-hmm. It was good. I mean,
2: was my, good. that wasn't actually a story. It was, it was reality. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like puns,
1: hon. <laughs> All right, that's a stretch. Uh, for okay. the last, for our very last crazy stupid idiot of the day, guess what? What? We haven't had one of these in a long time. It's a Florida hat trick. Oh wow! We are staying in Florida,
2: Pinellas County. Mm,
1: we're in Clearwater. I, I don't, oh, that's
2: Scientology town. Yeah, it
1: is. Yay. I don't know which county it's in, but it is Scientology town. And I'm sure the Scientology, uh, the Scientologists, were up in arms at the story of 20-year-old Carlos Salvador, who was found outside the laundromat at 2.30 a.m. Oh,
2: are they open that way? I guess
1: if you got dirty grundies, you you, need to... People got to wash them any time, really. Okay. Um, He was found inside the 24-hour laundromat while he was waiting for his laundry to be done, he wanted, he needed to occupy himself, you know, because I think sometimes that can get boring, right? No, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Oh gosh, I, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah,
2: I don't, I remember having to go to the la- actually, there was a laundry room, because mm-hmm. remember sometimes like college and your first apartment, you had a laundry room, yep. and I would just go read magazines and smoke cigarettes.
1: And just wait, mm-hmm. and just wait, and wait, and wait, and wait, and wait. And that was back before, you know, we had to do that back before you had a phone, and you could watch things on your phone. Oh, for
2: sure. Well, we that's paper. what
1: Carlos was doing. He was watching something on his phone. Oh, okay. He was watching pern on his phone. I'm sorry, what? Pernography. He was watching oh, the adult pern. Videos. The pern. Okay. Um, but that alone, you know, like that's kind of gross. Like you don't do that in public, but it actually kind of makes ishy. sense
0: though. What? You know, when you're doing that activity mm-hmm. and then you have to clean up. Um, well,
1: but I didn't get to what? the point where he was actually doing that activity.
0: Oh he was he was watching the pern.
2: Oh he was and then polishing uh, his silverware he was at also the laundry mat.
1: Polishing his silverware. One of these. Exactly. <laughs> I guess I just, Rinse just
2: cycles, spin yeah. cycle. Spin yes, cycle. <laughs>
0: fabric is she, softener.
1: she, yes, you guys. Um <laughs> now sheets, that's gross. Drywall. And all that's really gross. Yep, right? Crazy, stupid idiot. He was watching the pornography and he was polishing the silverware in the laundromat whilst he waited for his laundry to be done. Uh, The cops uh, came to the scene to explain to him that, A, that's not cool and that they were going to have to arrest him for his indecent exposure. Um, But when they asked him again, I love this. I love when the cops ask, why were you doing this? As though there is an answer.
2: As there? there is a correct answer? Yeah,
1: that is going to maybe. Oh, like they're going to go. Oh, well, that's a decent oh, carry answer. Carry on. Okay, fine. Yeah. Carry on. Well, this guy, I, I will say, uh, Mr. Carlos Salvador, he had about the best answer I've ever heard. What's that? He said like he was
2: saving a life.
1: He said it helps with his anxiety.
2: Oh, hey, well, it is point.
1: stress relieving. Exactly.
0: Ooh, yeah. You know. So right. you know,
1: he was. He just he was very anxious, and he needed to. Polishes silverware in the laundromat. Thank you. He was arrested for exposure of his sexual organs for watching the porn. Yeah, you know, and I, I polishing the silverware. It will
2: never surprise me, or never it cease. It never ceases. I cannot believe <laughs> the things people will do to their things in public.
0: It's unreal, yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Actually, I've
2: never seen anybody no, do that. No. Just want
0: to let you know that it uh, is in, what is it, Pinellas County? It, it is? is? Yes. Well, that's oh, appropriate. My goodness. I, no kidding. No, and they have sea turtle nesting season happening now <laughs> okay. through the end of October. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. he could have been was watching videos
2: on uh, sea turtle nesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, ew.
1: Maybe that's his thing. I mean, you like, don't, uh, we don't judge. We I'm saying, Colleen, so that he wouldn't know I'm saying Actually, no, all I, we do is Judge <laughs> yeah. on the Colleen OB show. What? Is she? Penellis. Okay. Yeah. In that county. All right, when we come back at 245 every day, we play a little game and it's the throwback live at 245. We'll be doing that after this on My Talk 1071. Have, have you purchased your tickets yet for Project Down in Dirty Comedy? All you have to do is go to mytalk Talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom.
2: 35
0: Books.
1: Bradley Trainer, Why did I just do that? I just mishmashed a bunch of stuff. Anyway, go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword comedy. That'll get you to the place where you buy the tickets. We're about 70% sold out. So there are tickets left, and they are great tickets. And they're $35. And so bring somebody you love. Hang out with them. Have a great, fun night. Again, you'll either laugh because we're hysterically funny or because we're horrible. Either way, it's going to be a fun time. Am I right?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Now. On the Colleen and Bradley Show at 245 every day, we play a game that we think is pretty funny. It's the
0: Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at
1: 2.45. Sweet collect. I must break win just one
0: for the camera. <laughs> Colleen versus Bradley.
1: Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle.
0: Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, run this Holly oh, oh, oh. Roberts. Hi, friends. Hi, time for today's edition of The Throwback Live at 2.45. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins The Throwback Live at 2.45. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen, I won. And You never win when you do that. You never win. Keep Penalty. trying. You keep trying, but you're never going to win. Unfortunately, that's not how the game works. You sure. actually have to have some skill in order to get a point on The a throwback live at 245 total victory tally. Fine. And speaking of, as it stands right now, Colleen, you have 64 total victories. Mm, that and like a Bradley good has 59. <laughs> 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 I'm not even sure if that was joyful or maniacal. I don't know. I don't, know. Painful. I don't, I don't know. know what was happening. Doesn't I don't matter. know, but
2: while you're talking, I'm ready to win.
0: Ooh! Mm. All right. Well, We'll let's get right to it. Our first vintage pop culture audio clip in today's throwback live at Mm. two forty-five. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully. Hopefully, there's not a ghost in the machine as I play you this first vintage pop culture audio clip. Oh, of course there is. No, hold on. But wait, there's There's more. more. We're gonna move on to our improvised plan B okay, in where I play you the following <laughs> vintage pop culture audio clip
1: directly from the sources. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson.
2: to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new
0: episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Self, the internet. Here it is. Tell me what it is. Bradley Trainer. Bradley.
2: That is uh, NBC Nightly News. <clears throat> uh...
0: yeah! Colleen, I'll continue the clip uh-huh. just for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That is the breaking news
1: on ABC. No, uh, no NBC.
0: Nope, no, CBS. No, you fools. It's a theme PBS. for Meet the Press. Oh, gosh. I watch that every Sunday. No. Do you?
2: Well, actually, here's the truth. The truth is I usually have to go find it online after because I'm not just paying a attention to it. it. So I watch pieces of it on mm-hmm. YouTube.
1: So you don't hear the song. Oh, no. Whoopsie. Oh I am such oh, my a bad gosh. B Arthur's probably
2: yelling at the radio right now.
1: I mean, is that She's, different from any others? That well,
2: <laughs> <though>, fair point.
1: <laughs> okay. <gasps> okay. Oh, I'm so we not always,
0: close. We always suck at the first one. Wow, well, oh. that was a
1: warm up. What-
0: that was a warm up, wasn't it? Now, we're moving on. <laughs>
1: uh, Nobody I did got not
0: a point. Get past me. And this improvised version of the throwback live at 245 meaning we're going to get through our technical issues and move on to our okay. second vintage pop culture audio clip. Now listen carefully, Colleen and Bradley, and identify this little nugget of pop culture audio.
2: Hmm? Gar- oh, Bradley Trainer. Bradley Poet Society.
1: Oh, my gosh, we are having a technological meltdown in
0: the studio right now. Yeah, I. Here's the truth, everybody, is that my buttons aren't playing anything. Mm-mm. No, your buttons nope. aren't working. My buttons aren't buttons working. buttons are sticky. Yeah, yes, she, she has got some sticky, sticky buttons.
2: buttons. <laughs> so but Bradley, me ding! Well,
1: I bet no, they did. Well, mm-hmm. never mind.
0: No. Ding, you got it right. Yay! <laughs> Yay! I was like, why the
1: pregnant pause, people? <laughs> no. Is it or isn't it? No,
0: I'm trying to push the ding. We don't have a ding, but we definitely have a buzz. <laughs> we're, we're dingless. We, we're dingless, but we have a buzz, so just make get the get it noise. wrong, just use your lips. Moving on. To our Mm -hmm. third vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley, you have a point. Colleen has yet to score, but it's still anybody's game. (laughs) Moving on, guess this third vintage pop culture audio clip right here.
2: Bradley Trainer, these boots are made for walking Nancy Sinatra.
0: Ding!
1: This is very tense.
2: you got something for me.
0: Yeah. Something you call love, but confess.
2: They're still at it. Ha!
0: You keep (laughs) messing where you
1: shouldn't have been messing. And now someone someone else is getting all your best.
2: Everybody. Here we go. Everybody Everybody together. These boots are
1: made for walking. (laughs) And that's just what they'll do. (laughs)
0: And one of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Bing, bing, oh, I love that song. Man. Good oh, job. Man. <laughs> it's Nancy Sinatra, 1966. These boots were made for walking. I'll take
2: that point. Thank all you. All right, now, ding, ding.
0: Now listen to this fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Listen carefully because I will say when I cut the audio this morning oh, before everything went to heck in a hack handbasket, there's a little swear, so I'm oh, going to have time. to cut it off real quick now. Oh, okay, oh, geez, a choke. this I'm oh, a little dangerous. nervous. dangerous. A little nervous. The fourth okay. vintage pop culture audio clip. Here it is.
2: Get busy living.
1: Buckling. Thank you. That is uh, from The Shawshank Redemption. Ding! Thank you. Get busy living living or get busy dying. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Red was here. Thank you. I've never seen
2: that movie, but I totally knew that's what what? it was.
1: I can't. I can't
0: manage my feelings right now. (laughs) Let's go on, because we don't have time. Okay, now I have to be really careful because this (laughs) is also (laughs) Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Stand by. Okay, stand this by. This is so dangerous. One moment, this is super dangerous. Like we think we may have gotten wound. our audio this back. Is, no, we didn't. We didn't. So we this is, is very dangerous. Now I need to find the exact moment that I wanted because this clip <laughs> is very dangerous. I'm it is so hot.
1: Scared? You should be. Wow. Now this is a
0: clue on what it is. So stand by a
1: second. Okay. I'm just getting my dump All button right. ready, just in case he's. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're ready? Are you ready? She is not ready. Um, just let us know when you're ready because we're ready for it. Anytime.
2: Okay. Come on. Hello. A- any old time is good. Do you, any old time. Any here it old time. is. Here it is. Okay. Ready? Uh-huh. Ready?
0: Shh, shh. Fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Here it is. Colleen,
2: A, B,
0: C. Colleen, that is from
1: that ABC always be closing. That is Alec Baldwin in Oh,
2: you got to say the name. I
1: know. It's really killing me. It's uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Ding! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh,
2: God. Sudden death. Hurry up. We've only got a minute.
1: Oh, my
0: gosh. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, you guys. We don't have a sudden death. We don't have a sudden okay. death. Because so, you know what the we'll sudden death is today?
1: Our technology. Yay! Yay! Yes. Yes. Uh, so technology lost but both of us won today Yay! Yay! no we, neither of us won no. I, no
0: I think that if we tied no. we both won it's glass See? half full glass no. half empty now that you understood what that clip was Glenn Gary Glenn Ross my hesitation yes, I get it to play something over you. You. the year from that you're always welcome. be closing yeah that's right uh, speaking of closing we're closing hey
1: Donnie sorry we didn't get to you you're like the Matt we, Damon we love of, you, our, of our, ho- of our show
2: I wasn't paying attention who loves hey, you Donnie
1: we'll who loves you Donnie alright these boots are made for walking we'll be back tomorrow on My Talk 107 One.